get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Engineer Emily Butcher is wearing her kit today. Michelle Smallman, Danny Mack, Randy Carricker, and Emily. And our friend Lutz Fahnensteel, the sporting director for St. Louis City SC, is over in Europe. He's watching the UEFA Euro 2020 tournament and kind enough to join us here on 101 ESPN via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Lutz, great to have you with us. Thanks for taking the time. What city does this morning find you in? Well, I will be tomorrow in Munich uh, for the game uh, Belgium against Italy. Uh, we already reached our quarterfinal uh, stage. Yeah, and I was uh, all over Europe. Uh, I just didn't go to the UK uh, simply because of the of the COVID-19 situation there. But yeah, plenty of great games of football so far. Lutz, everyone's been talking about how exciting this Euro has been, especially the round of 16. Where does this rank for you as far as memorable soccer matches that you've seen? Well, I was lucky enough on Monday to be at the uh, Switzerland against uh, France game uh, in Bucharest in Romania. And uh, let me tell you, it was one of the most exciting games I've ever seen. Uh, you know, it had um, everything in it. Uh, I mean, the the script was was unbelievable. First, uh, France was basically eliminated. Then they came back. Uh, Switzerland came back again, and then it took them all the way into the penalty shootout, where Switzerland actually cracked a big surprise and, and eliminated uh, the current world champions. The atmosphere was great. The game was great. And there was also a big group of players in the Swiss team, which I was working with in Hoffenheim and I brought to Hoffenheim. So it was a little bit of personal uh, uh, support on my side for Switzerland as well. So you're over there. And uh, when you relate that to what's happening here in St. Louis, uh, how much talent do you see over there in terms of what could relate to what you're doing with the uh, uh, City FC here? How does that uh, relate to what you're doing here? Well, I think it's important for me, you know, to to have an overview over the international market. Uh, obviously, some European players, they always will be on our shortlist to join our professional team in 2023. So it's it's a, it's a good thing to be at these big events over here and, and, and get a feeling also meet lots of people uh, look at some coaches, look at some players. So I think that's definitely a good comparison to the U.S. market at the moment. Uh, but again, you know, uh, still uh, the big focus now is to get our two our two youth teams in the MLS Next League, which starts already in, in, in the autumn this year and the fall this year. And, and that's the, the big part that we want to focus to get some of that youngster into the squad. But it's important also to have a good overview over the international market, over the international talent, and a European Championship is a, a perfect venue for that. 
Lutz Fonensteel, the sporting director for St. Louis City SC, joining us from UEFA's Euro 2020 here on 101 ESPN. Lutz, obviously you have been uh, an administrator in Europe for a long time. And we always talk here in the States about how we are developing more young soccer players than ever. seems like the best players over there are really veterans. Is Europe still developing as many great young soccer players as they ever have or more than they ever have? I think it really depends on, on, on some of the countries. You do see some of the of the superstars. They are players which, which a lot of experience at the highest level. But you do find in, in every, actually, every team, you have two, three really talented youngsters. I think uh, the model of uh, developing young players in some European countries has been great. But I believe that the United States, now with the MLS next competition, the whole way the MLS is going to actually yeah, uh, groom local talent, I think it works really well. And looking at the numbers of U.S. players already in the European leagues, I think it's a question of time till... Uh, the United States actually will be able to to beat some of the absolute top teams worldwide. I have a very, very good feeling about that because the focus on young talent, the way it is set now in the United States and in the MLS, uh, is absolutely brilliant and better than in some European countries. Wow. Lutz, I wanted to ask you about some of the games that are still remaining in the Euro. So a lot of people heading into this were wondering if Italy was going to be back. And so far they've had really good performances, but they face Belgium in the quarterfinals. What are your thoughts so far on what, what you've seen from Italy and their chances moving forward? Yeah, I'm actually feeling very privileged to be there tomorrow and see them play. I saw Italy uh, one time live and also Belgium one time live. I think the Italians really... You know, had lots of changes since that dark hour in 2018 when they didn't qualify for the World Cup. Now, Mancini brought in lots of young players with a good mix of some of the older veteran players, especially in the defense. But the way they play, it is much more modern. It's more aggressive. They've gone away from that, uh, I would call it, very defensive approach they used to stand for. And it really worked out perfectly so far in this tournament. Italy played a very offensive-minded, beautiful football and successful so far. Belgium, to be fair, that's the team I picked before the tournament to be the new European champions because they always were somehow the, out, the dark horse before. Now I think they're in the stage with all that world-class players they have in the, in the squad to really go all the way. So that game maybe comes a bit early at the, in the quarterfinal because I think also it would have been a beautiful final. So with that being the case, with the fact that you picked Belgium, could it be that the champion of Euro 2020 comes from that Italy-Belgium matchup tomorrow? I believe so. Uh, and on the other side of the of the tournament tree, you will find England have a very, I wouldn't call it easy, but it's a doable, a doable draw, uh, which, which they will go through. So I think England against Belgium or Italy could be the final. But you never know. So far, this tournament was full of surprises. France, Portugal, Germany, already all in holiday mood at the moment and all gone back home. So you really don't know what to expect from this tournament. Hey, Lutz, I want to circle back to the question that Dan asked about European players. How much interest is there, because obviously we've had a lot of good American players that have gone to Europe, how much interest is there on the part of European players to come play in MLS? Is that becoming more and more attractive, MLS becoming more and more attractive for European players? Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I you know I, I meet so many people here, which I knew from before. And 
everybody's extremely interested in the MLS. So it's, uh, uh, you do feel that there is even excitement here in Europe that they realize the MLS has changed a little bit uh, the way uh, they select the players. The MLS is going now for, for younger European talent or younger players also from South America. They do stay away from players who are already, I would call, well, uh, over over that top part of their career and, and, and had big names. And I think that development also causes lots of positive ways uh, in, 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 here in Europe. And so far, the feedback I got, uh, everybody's excited. Also about uh, St. Louis City SC because, you know, it is followed the way that we're doing things a little bit different uh, than many other teams that we're starting something something special from scratch that is very well received here. And, uh, yeah, I believe that uh, the MLS on the way up will be more and more interesting for top European players to come over there. And this must be so much fun for you to be able to envision what's going to happen in 2023 with St. Louis City SC. I know that you have a vision for it, but when you're doing something like this, I'm sure it builds the vision for what you're going to have on that opening day here in St. Louis. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's basically for me, to be honest, it's already counting days and weeks till, till 2023 is coming, but there is so much exciting things to do uh, during that part. Another World Cup coming up next year, but it's really important for us to, you know, to keep the focus on us and, and, and really uh, do the right things in the right moment on time, but still keep the big picture of international football in mind because I think we want to, have a, a, a big local fellowship. We want to have lots of local players and, 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 and homegrown talent in the squad, but we also have to think very international and we also have to consider to bring some really highly talented players from overseas in. I think that mix with local players, with American players and good overseas players, that makes it very beautiful and that's something what I think the city of St. Louis uh, should stand for. Lutz, we thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the action over the course of the next several days, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. You too. Take care. Lutz Fonenstiel, he is the sporting director for St. Louis City SC. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.